Hello, my name is Oliver Braid. And I have to apologise because that little jingle for the second time ever is actually a lie. In February, we broadcast live from Liverpool as part of Oliver's exhibition, My Five New Friends. And today, we're not in Glasgow at all. We're both the other side of a sea <laughs> whose name we couldn't remember. It's part oh. of the Atlantic, but we don't quite know what it's called. I think it might be called the Solway Firth or something. Oh. Anyway, we're the other side of this sea in Ireland. Here we are. In South Dublin, in Rua Red, which is the, called the South Dublin Art Centre. We're broadcasting upstairs in the Curious Broadcast radio studio. We're actually in a professional radio studio, but we're still using all of our own lo-fi equipment, so if there's any technical problems during today's session, blame us. You won't be surprised. Yeah, blame us, not Curious Broadcast. Um, And we're over here for the opening of an exhibition, which I'm in this Ah. time. Yeah, <laughs> it's taking um, place as part of Glitch Festival, and it's a show called Experimenting with Clouds. Actually, I need to ask Carolyn more about what the cl- what the reference is to the clouds. I actually I did do a little bit of research yesterday. Oh, good. But unfortunately, I've forgotten it right now. I think it must have something to do with that internet terminology. Right. They do like to throw the word cloud in, don't they? Oh, I don't yeah. know what it means, but can you remember when you used to have that blog? And all those words collected as a big cloud so that you could tell what you were thinking about the most. Yeah. I think that's a certain term, certain type of internet oh, cloud. Yeah. I oh, think like that's what ti- you're experimenting with. A Thai cloud. A that's tie cloud. it. Okay, so anyway, so that you might gather that the show's got something to do with uh, digital technology. Um, but specifically, the show aims to explore the history, social impact and future of open source technologies and to celebrate the open source culture of sharing and collaboration. Oh, yeah. Well, the Alien Oliver show owes a lot to uh, sharing and collaboration, but also really to open source technology, because I think we're probably using some right now to broadcast on. I think we are. Yeah, so big up to everyone who creates open source technology. Yeah, thank you. Thank it's very you. generous of you. So gen- generosity is one of the themes that we're going to pick out, hopefully, in today's show. The work that I'm showing as part of Experimenting with Clouds is the old vending machine, which old vending machine. has been knocking around the block since 2009. In fact, I was just writing up some... Uh, text about it this morning for the interpretation and it's been shown in seven different venues all around the uk can you believe it it's quite amazing it's absolutely it's down enormous. To your dedication well, and also down to other people's interest in the project yeah it's also down to the fact that i really don't want it ending up back at my studio because <laughs> i got i'd it. quite gladly have it in the flat as long as it comes complete with the uh the produce <laughs> the crisps so for anybody who doesn't know about this vending machine and also Maybe before I talk about the vending machine, we should say hello to our listeners downstairs in the Rua Red Cafe. Hello, anyone in the cafe that's listening right now, enjoying a delicious cafe lunch? This is quite weird, because it's the first time that we know that there are actually some people listening live to this broadcast. Yeah, it's quite interesting. 
and they're sitting about two floors below us yeah. down in the cafe. Mm-hmm. So anyway, hello to you. Hello. And if you co- pop back this evening for the opening of the exhibition or at any point up until the 9th of June, you'll be able to see the vending machine with your own eyes. Um, and what it does is it's linked into a piece of specially designed software designed by my friend, very generously designed by my friend Ben Dombrowski back in 2009 and it scans the news headlines for search terms relating to the recession and I've just modified the search terms this morning there's 213 of them actually and they're things like um, cuts, debt, economies, exchanges, slowdowns, slumps things like that there's 213 of these kind of um, related words and whenever it picks up one of these in one of the news headlines, it vends out a free packet of crisps. And anyone who's coming to the exhibition can help themselves to the packet of crisps. And it's a special Irish-themed packet of crisps. Well, yeah. Very I have exciting. Very exciting, because I've reworked the vending machine, because it's the first time it's been shown outside of the UK. Um, and I've stocked it with Ireland's original, the original Irish crisp. That's the catchphrase, otherwise known as Tato, which are very, very, very popular, apparently. And um, So much so that there's a Tato world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a whole theme park. I mean, walkers have got nothing oh, on no. that well, that I'm aware of. Have you ever been to Walker's Leicester? world? <laughs> no, I've never been to Leicester, actually. Leicester is walker's world. It's got a whole walker stadium, actually. Oh, okay, my the bad fo- then. Well, that's just I a football apologize. pitch. Is that where Gary Lineker's from? Yeah, he's from Leicester. Oh, that's why he's the face. Okay. Hmm. Anyway, so back to the vending <laughs> machine. Um, when I made it in 2009, I wrote this text, which is very short. You'll be pleased to know, Oliver. Because <laughs> I'm just about to read a little bit of, a, bit of it. Um, so it says, While seemingly an act of generosity, the gifting of free foods at moments when further doom and gloom is reported, the vending, mean al- vending machine also hints to a time in the future when our access to food may literally be determined by wider political and envir- environmental events. We may not be able to access what we want, when we want, at the touch of a button. So it's kind of a sort of weird post-apocalyptic vision of the future. Um, But also, the thing that I wanted to pick out of that was this idea of generosity, because the machine essentially gives out free crisps. That's what it does. So, to cut a long story short, I thought that an interesting theme for today for us to talk about would be gifts. And it's quite a short mm. theme compared to the rest of the themes. I think it's the shortest theme we've ever had. Well, it's only five letters, yeah. though, isn't it? But that's quite nice, yeah, you know, nice. mixing things up a bit. Might be our first G as well. Our first G? Shout out to our first G. <laughs> Normally we're a big fan of a C or an A. To gifts. There's no innuendo. <laughs> but um, I think there's, there's lots that we can talk about in terms of gifts. But we were thinking specifically about being over in Ireland for the show and actually I um, managed to get Oliver because I, I knew I was going to be here installing the exhibition because it opened this evening and it's Friday of course so I suggested to the lovely Carolyn Jones the acting director of Rear Red whether I could bring my Oliver over <laughs> to do a special broadcast today and they were completely up for it and they're really 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 generous gallery it's amazing really amazing and they've, they've been treating us like absolute well, I don't really know. Well, not celebrities. Well, I hope not celebrities. But they've been treating us very well. Probably the best I've ever been treated by a gallery. So 
Thank you very much, Ruiz. I'm having an amazing time. Really amazing. It's like a holiday for me, with a little bit of work thrown in. Yeah. So we were talking about the vending machine. This machine, not only does it gift out free buckets of crisps to the public, but it's also offered us the opportunity to come to Ireland and have this lovely weekend a week away. But also, it's offered me, over the course of the last three years, the opportunity to visit a whole host of glamorous places like Lancaster, <laughs> uh, Glasgow, <laughs> Brentford. Derby. Oh, Derby, Brentford. And then it Brentford was actually Derby. in Flandudno, but I didn't make it to Flandudno, oh, which was Not a glamorous enough. Well, no, my dad was in hospital, so oh, I had yeah. to stay in London. Big, uh, big shout out to Bernard no, that's Harrison. That's kind of big shout out to Bernard Harrison. We don't shout him out enough. I know. Um, so, Oliver, what have you got to say on the subject? Well, of actually, gifts? I've got a lot to say about gifts this week. Good. Because I've realised, you know, and I know that you know, and probably people listening know, that I've spent like a lot of the year kind of, ra- I think anyway, sort of quite wrapped up in a sort of, um, perhaps underneath everything else, kind of quite a sad mood about Aww. things. So, just about. So my, and I, I think actually it made me a really very selfish person because I wasn't really engaging with other people as fully as I could do because there's always this underlying sense of kind of mourning, which I've been thinking about a lot. I know that sounds bad, but like it really is a sort of, well, I think it comes from a certain sense of liminence. And, um, liminence. Liminence. I think it's like, you know, you can easily confuse it with love, but actually it's more of a sort of object desire, which isn't like a sort of sexualized object desire. It's more about just wanting that other and and like yeah i mean the thing that i've been thinking a lot this week is actually if you want to stop being sad i think i might have heard this on the radio the other day and it seemed like a real gift to me if you want to stop being sad you do have the power in yourself to find a way to just stop yourself you can do it yeah and the way that i've been thinking i've discovered two two ways this week but they're sort of interconnected and they're connected to gifts and it's actually about on the plane i, I felt myself starting to get a bit sad about something and I just made a list in my head of all the really amazing friends that I have and all the great things that they do and how, like, the best way to deal with, like, this kind of selfish, wrapped-up sadness is actually to focus really much more thoroughly on being involved in my friends' activities, going along to meetings, going to support my friends by going to see things that they do and, you know, experiencing things a little bit more like that. So it's not always about saying oh, here are my friends, I can talk to them for a bit about things that are going on in my life. It's actually like, here are my friends, I can talk to them about things that are going on in their life as a way of actually disconnecting from constantly just thinking about myself and thinking about things that, you know, are not positive and not productive. It's a lot more productive to put your time and energy into people who really want you. And I think that that's like, that for me is a sort of gift, this kind of, this giving to other people and not a literal physical offering but more one that's about an exchange of attention and giving a focus and I think it does have a reward because actually I went to see a film this week that one of my friends put on and I would never normally go to see that kind of film but I just I felt like I got so much from that experience and it was such a surprise to me to do that that it really just motivated me to try and do a lot more of that to give more I'm good but of my time rather than just so it's not just about time. It's interesting because when you're talking about being on the plane and like almost reprogramming yourself to think about positive things rather than negative things, that is like um, a technique of CBT. Mm-hmm. It's just about like blocking out all of these negative things which are actually completely blown out of proportion 
and focus putting things back into perspective and focusing on the positive things. Yeah. But it's funny that you have to keep retelling yourself and reteaching yourself all of this stuff because you know all of this stuff and you know like when you were learning about positive psychology last year like isn't one of the things that you're meant to appreciate what you've got yeah rather than dwelling on things that you don't well i think yesterday when i did that on the plane that was like a form of a gratitude list because last year i spent a lot of time doing gratitude list um and yeah i did it again yesterday and i just instantly felt this surge inside myself of like i mean it's difficult to describe the feeling but you know you just suddenly everything else cleared and you like i found myself laughing because i was thinking just about really nice things that happened that because i've been so wrapped up in myself and my own troubles i just haven't really properly appreciated how lucky i am really to experience a lot of really great things around me all the time and look how lucky you are now i know but actually realistically i do feel like i live a bit of a charmed life you know like i have a great studio have a lovely flat and a really interesting flatmate i mean and as a friend as well i mean we do this and i've got so much free time really that i can spend learning and developing ideas like yeah it's crazy i mean not to mention the fact that um just to add a whole another layer to it but the fact that we live in the united kingdom we're actually like in the top one percent most wealthy people in the whole world anyway (laughs) <laughs> like think about all the other people who live like all around the world yeah. in like horrendous conditions so you know if you want to put things into perspective then that's the place to start i mean to talk about money in relation to gifts the one thing that i am really interested in actually i've been reading a lot of hacking bay this week yeah and uh one of the things that does come up well that he mentions briefly very briefly but the idea of the potlatch community oh, yeah. potlatch i was thinking, uh, thinking about so that like gift giving and actually i don't know if you know this but our favorite reputable internet research is it wikipedia resource might be wikipedia is it the potlatch entry uh, it's the potlatch entry oh, do you know I've it, I've read, it the pa- no, I've read it in the past i just really like this one little bit that says that status in a potlatch community comes from those who not have the most but who give the most right and yeah. I think that that's really important to focus on. But this is what, whenever I think about potlatch, Oliver, I think about you because I think about your tendency in the past for making really, really over-the-top and elaborate gifts for your friends. Mm-hmm. And you, you know that you've been doing this, well, ever since I've known you. And the first birthday that I had where you were my friend, I think it was when I was 30, actually. Yeah, it was your third. I just got this completely over-the-top gift, which I did really appreciate, and it was very sweet. But at the same time, it put a huge amount of pressure on me because your birthday was coming out like four months later. And I suddenly started to get panicked about... I think I might have talked about this before on the radio show. Yeah, I think you did. I think you did. But putting this huge amount of pressure. And that is a a sort of potlatch in a way. It's like you've given me this to show your status and how much you appreciate me as a friend. But then you're putting the ball in my court to like reciprocate in some way. I know, but the thing is, I don't... I'm trying to find a way to get away from that idea of reciprocity you know because actually i do those things or you know i started to do those things just because i really loved making things for other people and but actually i do think it has caused a lot of problems you know i mean i I don't know if anyone's listening knows much about the work that i've made in the past but actually for a long time i was making works that were specifically really dedicated or inspired by specific people and, and as a way that I thought were like positive and saying like look you really mean so much to me that i spend all this time doing this but there's never been a positive result from it. And really what it's what it's made me realise is that I have to 
try and really look at what how how the works can cause a sort of mutual satisfaction rather than just aiming to satisfy one person mm. through giving yeah yeah now i was just thinking about it more in terms of like random acts of kindness i suppose in that you can randomly give something without any care and care at all about how it will re- reciprocate on you but I think we should play a song, Oliver, because we should play a song. We're halfway through the show. And anyway, <laughs> my my song that I'm gonna play is is rather cheeky because um I like the idea of like especially if you live with someone that you can essentially buy them a present that you want. <laughs> 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 because if it's gonna end up in your house anyway, <laughs> you can give a gift that's actually really for you and you can use it. And that's I guess quite cynical, but it's probably the sort of thing that I would do quite often. Okay. So I thought I'd play a song which is essentially a gift to you. And maybe it's a gift to both of us, actually. But it's from a compilation which you made me as a gift. Wow. That's so conceptual. Conceptual radio. Or sort of. (laughs) But the the compilation was called Ellie Positive. Do you remember? I can't remember when you made it now, but the whole thing was that it was about, it was really upbeat songs to get me thinking positively. But was I really depressed or I can't remember? I think I might have just wondered. I think I had one of those surges of just remembering how much I liked you, and yeah. I just wanted to do something for oh, you. Well, it is a great CD, and this is a brilliant song on it, and hopefully you'll be able to hear it um, because we need to dance around and enjoy the lovely weather here in Dublin. Hey! So here we go. This is Sia, and you've changed. Since you 
Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just... And so anyway, you might have just noticed that we had a tiny little technical hitch or a glitch, as we <laughs> might say in celebration of Glitch Festival. So, um, but we're back again, and I know it's becoming a little bit of a tradition on the Alien Oliver show that we have a little bit of a moment of doubt or something goes wrong. But actually, what I think is beautiful about a floor is kind of an offering to everyone else out there to say that, yeah, things do go wrong. But you've just got to pick up and carry on, and those are the kind of gifts that I'm interested. In. And uh, and maybe actually for this for the purpose of this situation, we're looking at the gift of alchemy, and we yeah. say like, look, yeah, it was a it was an error, but exactly. who doesn't make them? And everybody who's down in the cafe, who's listening live, got a lovely little interlude from Culture Lab Radio yeah. playlist, which was just some random sort of music that was just trancing out. I do so believe it's called The Sound of Snowflakes. The Sound of Snowflakes. So I hope you really tranced out to that before we came back. But actually what happened was my entire computer just blue screened and crashed. Just like that. Bam. But it happened just at the end of C- the Sia song, which yeah, managed to perfect. dance the whole way through and then the screen went blue and we all got cut off. But anyway, we're back and we're talking about gifts. And I've got a few things more that I could add. But I do want you to add some things because I think it's like, you know, it's your show in a way today because we're here to celebrate you. I mean, we're here to celebrate Glitch Festival, but I'm here to celebrate you. Oh, I'm not here to celebrate me. I'm here to celebrate the fact that the vending machine is still on the road and not in my studio in storage or worse still, just like in landfill. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, cheers to the vending machine. Exactly. So I want to talk a little bit about charity. I've got a few things to say about charity Mm -hmm. because this relates to the idea of of gifts in a lot of ways. Um, Actually, I was thinking about Larry David earlier because I used to be a massive Curb Your Enthusiasm fan. Um, Have you ever watched it, Oliver? I have still never watched it. I'm actually Mm. saving it up for my old age because people always tell me that I should enjoy it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think I'll save it for some time. Maybe if I ever break my leg or something, I'll watch a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, you can watch all seven series or whatever. (laughs) But there's one where, I mean, Larry's so funny, but there's one where he goes to the opening of this, like, wing of this new museum which has been like funded through an anonymous donation and so there's all the other wings in the museum that have kind of got the names of the donors who have like funded those wings like emblazoned over the top as though they've given all of this money and then they get something back Mm -hmm. so they get the status of having their name attached to to the institution Mm -hmm. but there's this one where they've, he's actually taken the time to, or to, bothered to write the fact that it was from an anonymous donation, and Larry gets so annoyed at it because he thinks that it's even worse, mm. because people will find out anyway who the anonymous donor is, um, because they'll have ways and they'll ask questions and they'll find out, and then it will look like this person's even more like. Um, selfless and philanthropic that they could mm-hmm. give all of this money without the need to re- for reciprocation. Yeah. So Larry gets really, 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 really angry about it. But I think there's something quite interesting in that, which r- relates like to the wider topic of charity. But were you going to say something? Well, more I just about, about that. I was thinking it's about finding. You know, just before the break, yeah. <laughs> I was talking about the idea of a mutual satisfaction. Yeah. And how you find a way to do something. It's about kind of slightly being honest about saying, yeah, I'm getting something from this as well, but actually uh, we can share in this rather than pretending that it's just purely about giving. Yeah, so you would have, like, the Oliver Braid wing of the museum. I think so, but... but (laughs) The Ellie and Oliver show wing. Yeah, the Ellie and Oliver show wing. (laughs) 
That's yeah, temporarily like, what this little room is. Well, I like the, the idea of the aim of gifts being about some kind of social cohesion. And if you can't identify the giving party, then there isn't that kind of... It's actually a type of alienation. Oh, this is so interesting, because this relates to what I wanted to say about charity. Because last weekend, when I was in Glasgow, I watched the most amazing film, which I told you about. But it's a film by Ken Loach, which was made in 1969. Um, and it was funded by Save the Children Charity. And they commissioned Ken Loach to actually make a documentary which would um, show how amazing all of the stuff they were doing was, not only for kids in the UK, like poor kids in the UK, but also for children in Africa. And what Ken did do is he made this like completely radical documentary about the flaws of charity <laughs> within the capitalist system. And this thing that was said like in the introduction was absolutely... like fascinating this idea of charities are only necessary when societies fail because all of these ma and big charities like save the children are only necessary when societies fail on a massive scale mm. um and yeah like what it really kind of highlights is the fact that this um the idea of charity especially in the western world that this money is kind of just redistributed because it's unfair in the first place that all of the wealth is centralized mm -hmm. in the west and then it's that guilt um that acts as a motivating force for people to give and then it kind of just trickles back to these areas where it's kind of being like that are being exploited in the first place mm -hmm. so yeah there's a lot interesting to be explored in that film and i recommend you get to to, to see it if possible it's only on, it's only been shot screen three times because it was banned for 40 was it? 43 years no, yeah why? by the charity I I'd seen it. It by the really charity yeah because they so wanted it to be a propaganda film about so how great they were and actually it was a propaganda film about um how messed up the capitalist system is but yeah I mean, I think that that's, uh, they should have promoted it as a type of honest engagement where everyone can have access, at least access to make up their own mind about those kind of things. Because actually, I wonder like whether those kind of charity systems are just really a sort of instrumentalized rationality. And it's not about, you know, and it's about people doing something that they think there's a real like a focus on a how something is going to be achieved rather than why it's being achieved in that sort of way. And actually maybe there's kind of more irrational ways to go about doing, like doing smaller things or just doing things, you know, perhaps just being, uh, doing things on a day-to-day -day basis, smaller things on a day-to-day -day basis, I think can be just as good. I know we can't solve massive problems with it, but I think that at least we're not trying to disguise the fact that maybe if we're giving small things to people, then we're actually like getting a mutual benefit which i think is more about creating a bond because you know we've got these coffee tokens to oh, yeah. use in the cafe <laughs> and when i was downstairs drinking my free coffee and having a cigarette there was a big issue seller over the other side of the road and i thought i could use one of those tokens to give that person a coffee i didn't though i did oh, i should have maybe done. you should well maybe i will do after yeah. after this show to celebrate gifts but you know we're talking about after the show we i think it might be time to kind of close up I on the show this is. week um, interestingly enough, you chose a song called You've Changed, and the lyrics says You've Changed for the Better. My song also includes the concept of getting better, because obviously this week I've been looking at ways that I can just improve and give to people more. I, I don't know if this song completely fills the conceptual uh, rationale that I was hoping for, but it's by Dan Lasak versus Scroobius Pip, and it's called Get Better. 
Um, so everyone, have a really nice afternoon. Ellie, I feel like you sh- I'm going to give you the last word. I don't know what it's going to be apart from random acts of kindness, but I think I need to do more because I think I've become such a miserable old wench recently. But it's about, I think it's to do with mindfulness again. Yeah. Just remembering to do it all the time, really losing yourself in giving. I'm going to be happy and kind today. Yeah, let's try and do it. Let's try and do it. People listening in the cafe, try and keep us to our word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Bye, guys. Uneducated sexually. I ain't saying be celibate. Go out and have your fun. But there's plenty you can do without impregnation. And there ain't nothing wrong at all with having children. Just build yourself a little before you try to build them and get better. Get better, get better, get better. Get better, get better, get better. Get better, get better, get better.
You don't have to toe the line and just float with the flotsam. You can feel your time better. When you find a passion, the internet and public services give free education, so it really ain't a case of rich or poor. It's a case of self-motivation and nothing more. Like Billy says, whether you have or you have not wealth, the system might fail you, but don't fail yourself. Just get better. Show.